impression again we get all with what you put into it's like a walk of life if you're good enough go out and get it no more about it Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me spend out there from the war court today. No more about him. He made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody. You're very welcome to episode 134 of Treat Off. Myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. I suppose, Matt, this week we're going to do a prediction special. And I was just thinking about it there. I think this weekend, please God, it will be the final weekend of 2021 that we won't have any GA action. After such a long wait, it's kind of hard to believe that it's just around the corner. Tis, tis hard to believe, Jack. Um, but oh, tis, tis, tis so welcome. Listen, we're, we're, we're not counting the weeks anymore. We're not counting the days. We're literally almost counting the minutes at this stage, counting the hours. Saturday week, 5.30, the Gaelic grounds. It just can come soon enough. And just just, just imagine it. Like, it, it, you know, it, it's almost a week into May at that stage. And, and we haven't seen a ball poked. We haven't stood in the pitch. Uh, on, a, on a pit side in a press box or anything, um, you know, for the last five months, it's just, it's just, it's just fantastic to think that it is happening. And just hope that everything will go well. Hope that the the metrics and they're looking very, very good with the, with the virus. Um, we 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 can we'll, the important metrics of 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 um mortality and I suppose hospital cases, sadly are. Uh, Happily, they're down again today. The, the hospital has numbers have broken to 150, which is landmark in itself. And thankfully, the mortality is dropping and the vaccination has been rolled out. But we, we still all have to be careful. And the more careful we are for another month or two, you know, can really, really get us out of this. And, and we will be coming back towards some level of normality. Like, you know, getting back for, for the ordinary public, um, uh, for the for the public to get back in 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 watching games again, um, you know it's basically within their own hands. Stick to the guidelines. Stick to what they're asked to do, and we together we can get out of it, and we can have happy days, and 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 um, we can have the roar of the crowds and the Gaelic rounds and Tullus and Croke Park, you know, and how welcome it would be. Like yeah. you know they've tried it. They've tried it successfully in England. Like there, there were seven thousand seven hundred at the at the Calibre Cup final at uh, at the weekend, and like you you'd say, what would seven thousand uh, seven hundred do in in Wembley, um, with the size of it? But by God, they made themselves heard, and it was a mm. damn sight better than an empty stadium. We, you know, it give, it gave you a sense that you you know, um, some crowd is better than no crowd at all. Even even in these big stadiums. Yeah, and we're nearly there. We, we had the kids, thank God, we're back on Monday, two days ago. Um, hopefully, it's only a few weeks before the adults come back. But before we get into looking at this season, um, I suppose last night, Keen Lynch, Adam English and Martina McMahon were given their awards from the, the Munster GA. They, they all won awards, the 2020 Munster GA Awards. Uh, Keen Lynch was Munster Senior Hurler of the Year, Adam English, minor Munster Minor Hurler of the Year, and Martina McMahon, and Munster Handballer of the Year. I suppose it probably went under the radar, Matt, the awards they were given, which we were kind of in a lockdown at the time, but three three Limerick sports people at the top of their games, really. Absolutely, absolutely, Jack, and, and um, congratulations to the three lads again and again. Um, we as Limerick people are so proud of them. Um, the, the one thing that I, that, I, uh, that I regret about all this is that... Um, uh, the, the the presentation of the awards that they, they, they took place practically virtually in the open air in in McNeville Park on Tuesday evening. Um, it 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 is normal 
normal glitzy gala event and and um i'm 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 sorry for for the, for the three lads that 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 they that they just missed out on that part of it because certainly there were there were three most worthy winners like what what can one say about Keen Lynch that hasn't been said before like the influence that he exerts in games like you know he makes things look so easy that an awful lot of his contribution goes goes under the radar but if, even if you just think back on, 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 on the influence that he exerted in the early stages of the All Ireland final, which which was absolutely absolutely immense, and, and like he's one of those guys that that that, that um, if if you're in a trench and you're looking for inspiration to get out of it to salvage a game, he's the one man that that will provide the spark, and like. What's absolutely incredible about him, in my view, is that the level of performance, Jack, the level of performance, he, he, the consistency of his performance um, is just, it just simply, it, it, it beggars belief. And, of course, um, the, 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 the skill level and, and, of course, the tricks, um, like which, which, which we have all seen and which, which are absolutely fantastic. Um, like, no question about it. Um, very, very, very worthy winner. Like, you go to most matches that Limerick are playing, and you talk about man of the match. He's a contender every day, you know, and could could get it every day with little argument, you know. But that's the level of performance. And that's the level of performance that he ins- that he aspires to. And in doing so, he's obviously inspiring the people around him, and he's able to lift the players around him. I, I think it's it, it's nothing more than more than Keen Lynch deserved. And of course, like Holler of the Year in 2018, um, no no issue at all about it. Um, there could be very very little argument if he was in the race for Holler of the Year in 2020 either. Absolutely. Um, so you know, absolutely a very very inspired choice, I would say by. By Munster, but um, having said that, I would have said an easy choice as well, for the simple reason that he's been absolutely outstanding without exception. Yeah, and I, Aaron Galan was talking to off the ball. I think it was probably a year ago at this stage, and he said that Keen Lynch is the best hurler in Ireland, and he also went as far as to say that he's never seen him play a bad game. And Aaron Galan and Keen Lynch have probably played 200, 300 games together from Patrickswell and Limerick, so his levels of consistency are. A different level altogether to to the rest of the players in Ireland. The things he can do, and he's well deserving. And and no no more than Adam English, who was exceptional for the minors. And you'd only hope that he can continue to lead the team into an All Ireland semi final, whether that's going to be played or not, is a different story. And Martina McMahon, number one undisputed player in the whole country, and there's no there's no dispute in that, really, is there? No dispute in that, and. Just before we get off away from Keen Lynch, I'm totally with Am um, um, and that one. I have yet to see him play play a poor game. Um, you know, um, the, 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 the level of consistency, be it club or county, and, and the way he can. <coughs> I, I I will I I will always recall that um, the Friday week after Limerick winning the All Ireland final in 2018, after 45 years, and like you would be excused. You know, if 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 the 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 senior players that brought about that great achievement, you know, um, would would um get slightly some bit carried away, but himself, Dermot Burns and and um, um, Angelan turned out for 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 Patrick's well in 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 the club in the Limerick Championship just a mere twelve days after winning the All Ireland, and the way they made the transition from from county to club was absolutely phenomenal. Like if you went to the ground and somebody told you there were three members of the Limerick's All Ireland winning team on show here and you didn't know who they were, you'd have no problem in picking them out, you know. And that says an awful lot for for Keen Lynch and indeed indeed for the lads. Martina McMahon is not only the best handballer in Ireland, but the best handballer in the world. She's the world champion. And while we were celebrating, in the dressing room in Croke Park after the All-Ireland final in 2018, um, Martina McMahon was being crowned world champion in, 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 in America. 
Um, that that just, that that is the level that that Martina McMahon has 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 reached. And we we we, we talk about um, Keen Lynch and and consistency. Um, in in the handball world, when it comes to handball, um, uh, Martina McMahon is the epitome of, of of consistency year in year out. Now there has been. <clears throat> A great battle between herself and Katrina Casey from Cork um, over, over over the last couple of years, but um, the scales have tilted very, very, very much so in 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 Martina McMahon's um, favour in 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 the um, in the in the last couple of years, and she's certainly a very Martina McMahon a very very worthy winner, great great one one great sports person, a great ambassador for Limerick sport and. Of course, what we sometimes forget um, is that um, uh, Martina McMahon is an she's actually a lost to Limerick Camogie because she, she's she, she was an exceptionally good Camogie player and still plays a bit of Camogie with with, with Croke Kilfenny. But obviously, her, her first love and her first choice and her first calling is is to handball. But an all round sports person, but has has. As 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 handballer second to none and a wonderful person, wonderful grounded person, um, is is Martina and and um, you know really really worthy of it. And you see, this is what I said at the outset. It, 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 it's a pity in the year that we have it that 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 trio could not be appropriately honoured in the manner in which it has been done for the last number of years. Um, but look, there's no point in talking about that now. At least they 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 have been honoured. But you know, I I would have much preferred if it was in in a more fitting in a in a more fitting setting. But um, Mr. COVID nineteen has, has seen to that. Now Adam English, um, like Adam English, of course, um, he comes from a rich holding pedigree. In in that, um, Eamon Grimes, um. His granduncle, I think, Captain Limerick in, in 1973, and like this is this is his second year with with Limerick Miners, and um, he, he has two Munster Minor medals to his name, and he has he has made a huge contribution in in, in, in the two of them. But Limerick went into this year's Munster Championship, Jack, more or less as outsiders. You know they. Um, Cork were firm favourites um, in that semi-final day in Turles. And, you know, for the first 20 or 25 minutes, <coughs> as far as Cork were concerned, everything appeared, <coughs> excuse me, appeared to be going to plan. Enter Adam English and two goals for the ages. And he's the captain of the team. And this is what you want. Somebody, you know, a player at you know 17 years of age can st step up in your moment of need take you know take the responsibility that is on his shoulders as the team leader and 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 show the way but apart from that apart from that bit of inspired leadership like he, his leadership in the monster final was similar like he the telling interventions that he made in in in, in the monster final and <clears throat> i think and we beat Tipperary in the Munster final for the first time in the Munster minor final since 1984. And that, that that was all of 36 years. And God knows we've met him a number of times in the meantime and suffered heart, heart, heartbreak and heartache at their, at their hands. So that was a landmark victory in itself. And, and I hope, as you rightly said, Jack, that he, he will get the opportunity to display his talent and his skills on the national stage and and that the GA will find some way of ensuring that the minor and under twenty championships of last year are completed. Yeah, you you'll be hopeful now whether it happens or not. But there's there's brighter days ahead for Adam English with the the twenty the twenty set up at Limerick and and hopefully the seniors down the line. But talking to the seniors, we'll get right into our predictions, Matt. We'll start with the the National Hurling League and. I suppose a caveat for today is we'll just focus on the hurling and football as the camogie season and the ladies football season gets closer. We'll have a look into them, but just for the, the sheer length of what it would take to go through four leagues and four All-Ireland Championships, we'll just focus on football and hurling today. We'll start with the hurling. 
we'll start with the National Hurling League. You spoke last week that about the way that we won't probably have a definite league winner. But just we'll just go with Division One A and Division One B. Limerick in Division One A, they've Tipperary, they've Galway, they've Waterford, Cork, and Westmead. Can Limerick make it a three in a row of titles, even if they're confirmed as joint winners? I see no reason why not, Jack. I, I, I see no reason why not. Um, you, we have um, the, the the fixtures are a direct um, reversal of last year's in terms of home and away. So it will mean that we're on the road for three games, on, on the road to Galway, on the road to Waterford back-to-back, and um, that, 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 that very well could be the defining two games. And then and we, we finish up in Westmeath and we have we have um we have um Tipperary at home in round one on Saturday week and in round four we have we have Cork at home and we'll talk about Cork later because we we know that we will be playing him in the championship. And um I certainly if there was I, I think if there was anything um that that Limerick probably would have preferred in the sequencing would be that the Cork game w- would have been slightly earlier because um uh, being the fourth round, it, it, it's going to run in very, very close to the championship now. It's 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 on the June Bank holiday weekend, and like certainly um, the, the counties will be meeting a month later in 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 in, in the championship. So probably I, I'm sure that um, it, it would have been better to get the game with Cork out of the way, um, possibly earlier in the league. But it is what it is, and um, you know you can't have a tougher task in the opening round than having to face Tipperary because um, like you, you, you know the dynamic that's between Limerick and Tipperary they're very very hard games to call um, the, Tipperary were 2019 champions Limerick were champions in 2018 and 2020 they don't come much bigger for an opener <coughs> Tipperary of course there's nothing <coughs> they would like more than to lay a glove on Limerick at this early stage in the league so it's it's going to be a very very interesting start, and um, in the context of retaining the league, Jack, it's going to be very very important for Limerick to get a win, because they they, they have two difficult um they have two difficult away assignments back to back immediately afterwards. There's the trip to Galway. Like does who 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 they beat the All Ireland semi final last year, followed immediately by a trip to Waterford, who beat who they. <coughs> They beat in the All Ireland final, so either of those two sides will not be lacking any motivation. Like from the outset, looking at it, I be- I'm one that believes that biggest danger to Limerick's All Ireland crown this year, the biggest threat to Limerick's All Ireland crown, will probably come from Galway. Um, they have, um, they have, um, they they were very very close. Uh, they were level. Um, Going into extra time in the All Ireland semi final last year, Joe Canning had gone off. Um, they have a Limerick manager who who will know the Limerick setup in 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 inside out. Plus, they have a core of very very good hurlers um, coming through from my successful minor. That after winning three minor All Irelands in a row, um, successful under twenty teams. Um, the problem with Galway is has been in. in for the last number of years, they're unable to translate um, senior or um, underage success into senior success, and it might be that they have such a bounty of players that they, they, they you know, getting the balance right at, at at senior level isn't all it isn't always that easy. So, I I would see Galway as being a very very stern test. Now, then you go to Waterford, Walsh Park, uh, you know. We've had a huge win there in the championship in 2019. But Walsh Park um, is a difficult, difficult place to go. Now, I, I know Waterford will be, um, Ty De will, 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 will not, will, will hardly be back for, for it. And um, I, I, I think um, they've lost a very key player this year. And it's, you know, don't ever estimate. Uh, underestimate um, the value of a good goalkeeper. And in Stephen O'Keefe, um, 
they, 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 they had an excellent goalkeeper, a first-class goalkeeper, a leader on the field, a leader from the back who was... And um, the, Liam Cahill is starting out this year without without Stephen O'Keefe, so he, he, he is going to be a big loss. But Watford won't in the slightest lack motivation because um, they, 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 they're firmly of the belief, and maybe with some level of justification, that, that, that they didn't um, do themselves justice in the All-Ireland final last year. We saw we saw for ourselves the palpable disappointment that was in the Watford camp immediately after the Munster final in Thurles. We, we, we saw it at first hand. Um, like they feel, but, yeah, but of course, you see, might be getting into their head now that Limerick had a bit of a bogey team, but <clears throat> that's going to be a, that's going to be a, a really tough test. Like, it would it would be a very it would be a very very good league to win for the simple reason like that, Tip, Galway, um, Waterford, Dincock in the fourth round. Like what what do, what do we expect from Cork? This is going to be a dress rehearsal of 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 of, of the Munster semi final. Like Cork haven't rooted up any trees in the league, um, in recent years. I think Cork haven't won the league since nineteen ninety eight, which is um, an absolute lifetime in Cork. Um, so, um, like, uh, and and they have struggled a bit in the league, but invariably it, 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 it's it, it's little guide to what they'll do in the championship. But this year it might be totally different, for the simple reason, as I said <coughs> at the outset, that Limerick's fourth round tie with Cork is running in very close to the Munster semi-final. There's going to be a very short time lag, and like certainly that. You, you know any games that any any might be playing, um, that that's out the window anyway for the simple reason that that both both counties, you know, will have to be heading towards their peak of 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 championship readiness when when they meet in the league. Unlike unlike um previous years when you play the league, you go back and you have a couple of rounds of your county championship and then you you resume again with the with the um with the inter county championships. This year, it's it's the national league running into the running into the championship. So th- that that is going to be a tough one as well. So and that that lets Westmead in the last round. And no disrespect, to Westmead. Um, you know, we should expect that Limerick would win in Mullingar. Um, now, having said that, Cork went to Mullingar last year, and we're lucky to come out of it with a four-point victory. But um, y- you know. Uh, at that stage, the die will be probably cast in for you know most things will probably be decided. Um, like I suppose Limerick would be quite happy were they to go to Mullingar with 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 their title resting on on a on a victory there. I I, I think they'd probably again no disrespect to Westmead feel, feel pretty confident um, about about getting it. I um, in answer to your question, after all that rigmarole, Jack. Um, I think Limerick will will win the league. Yeah, I I definitely side with you for their, their side. Um, they won't have it easy by any stretch of imagination. And you give a good account there for all the teams. And there there is no real easy games. Um, Westmead, as you rightly said, we consider probably the easiest game. But in Mullingar, you know what's going to happen. But we'll just say that we won't have a league final. That Limerick will come out of their side and they'll be joint winners. Who do you fancy from the other side where you? Clare, Wexford, Kilkenny, Leash, Dublin, and Antrim. I suppose, in fairness, it's 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 very hard um, to see beyond um, Kilkenny or Clare. Um, I I think Wexford's fortunes dipped last year considerably. They certainly <coughs> weren't the force that they were. Whether they can recapture that now with David Fitzgerald. Remains to be seen, but I suppose you, you can take it that, that, that three. You can take it to Kenny Wexford and um, and um, Clare has been the three main contenders. Although having said that, um, I suppose you can't discount Dublin either. Like um, uh, Matty Matty Kenny has been threatening, you know, with a, with um, with a Dublin breakthrough there for a couple of years. Um, there have been some very, very um, dark days along the way, none more so, I suppose, than the championship defeat to Leash two, two years ago. And, um, uh, like, the thing about it is, um, 
Wexford have rediscovered the knack of beating Kilkenny. So that 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 is going to be one of the crucial games, Kilkenny and Wexford, uh, as will be Kilkenny and Clare, as will Wexford and Clare. So they will they will be the games to to, to look out for, and um, like you, you have Dublin, um, you know, always ready to be the fly in the ointment um, and and come in among them. But if if you press me for it. I would say on balance, um, I think Kilkenny. Yeah. Kilkenny will probably still be reeling after the All-Ireland semi-final last year. Where I'd imagine they'll be thinking, how did we let that game slip? Um, credit for Watford. That, uh, if you were to ask me about uh, the other side of the league, I just feel um, Wexford, and it'll be a team of what I say this week. But I think there's, there's a lot of teams last year that definitely underperformed. And on, conversely, there's a lot of teams that overperformed. But I think Wexford under Davy, they won't settle for what was catastrophic 2020, realistically. I think it'll be Limerick and Wexford that'll come to the leagues. And regardless of who's there, we obviously want to see Limerick there. You, you'd love to see a league final of some sort anyway, just to settle it, really. Absolutely. You're right there. Um, um, Davy won't settle for it anyway. Whatever about the squad, Davy certainly won't settle for it. Um, and rightly so, because, you know, he has set high standards, and and um, um, like yeah, Wexford. But I I honestly think uh, I I don't think that um, the the All Ireland semi final last year was a true reflection of the the respective strengths of of Waterford and Kilkenny. <clears throat> I think um, Kilkenny in the early stages were in semi cruise control actually. And, and and lost the grip in the game, and Waterford came with a flurry, and you know that can very often happen. And uh, wh wh what you get in the end is a, a sort of a distorted result. Um, not that Waterford didn't deserve to win; they they certainly deserve to win it. But um, I, I'd say that the, the level to which they won it, and and um, I think was slightly slightly distorted. And um, uh, Kilkenny will be smarting from that, and um, like. Cody as manager is probably on the home straight, I would would, would imagine. And um you know, he, he, he can come up with him. And um like again for the for the reasons that I said earlier on, uh, in that the, the league is running straight into the championship, you, you will probably see Kilkenny. Um sometimes they, they tend to be lackluster about the league. I don't think you're going to see it this time because they, they will see it as a building block for building block for the championship, and and um, there is the possibility you see that that they, that they'll meet Wexford in the early stages of the championship. So, you know, I, I stick with Kilkenny and Limerick, Jack. Okay, we'll see. We'll see um, who comes out and out there. The only thing is, we both picked a Munster and a Leinster team, and unless they meet in the latter stage of All Ireland, we won't have a league final. But that that remains to be seen. Um, we'll move on to the, the football for a second. Into the, We'll go straight to Division 3 South. Um, it's a new structure this year for Limerick. Um, we have Tipperary in the first game a week after the Herders. Then we have trips to Offaly and Wicklow. Um, I suppose we'll go straight into predictions, Matt. I think it's a great opportunity for Limerick in the fact that they have three games. Um, you win two of those and you're into a league semi-final. And who knows, then you could be back-to-back -back promotions. But at the same time, there's very little room for error for Billy Lee's side. Very, very little room, and and it's a group that's going to be defined, going to be decided on very, very fine margins. And of course, um, the the first thing you would say about um, the, the 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 three the three counties that that Limerick are pitted against is is that um, no, none of the three of them are unbeatable. And Limerick are quite capable of beating him, and quite capable of beating him on big occasions. Like the Limerick beat, um, they beat Tipperary in the Munster Championship last year, and uh, sorry, in 2019 in Tullis. And what desperate, desperate, desperate unlucky, lest we say it again, that they didn't beat him in the Munster semi-final last year. Like it, it, it was that point by Conor McSweeney. Um, at, at, the, at the finish that robbed Limerick of, of, of victory and, and Tipperary won it an extra time. 
and and we know Tipperary went down and won the Munster Championship. So, um, like Limerick won't be short of motivation. Um, when Tipperary when they see the blue and gold jersey in the Gaelic grounds on on um, Saturday, two weeks, and not that they'd ever be short of motivation when the blue and gold jersey comes out of the, the opposing dressing room. But um, it's 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 um it's it's um it's it's a tough opener and it's a tough structure in a way. Um, you you know that the, the, certainly the sequencing could have been a little kinder to Limerick. Like the the one home game they have, they they they, they played first and then they're away for the, the other two way up to Offaly to Tullamore and way up to Ockram <coughs> to Wicklow. I I would have thought in those circumstances that the team that has just one home game, if it could have been in the middle. Um, it, it would be more ideal, but we're not in a perfect situation, and we're in we're in unprecedented times. So I suppose we should be glad to have a league at all. But um, it, 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 it's a league that that's going. To, Division Three B South is going to be very, very, very tight. We have already beaten Offaly in a league final, in a Division Four league final in 2012 or 2013, and. Um, our most recent tilt with Wicklow was we had a very, very big win. You will recall before the lockdown last year in McNeville Park, I think, when Limerick scored four or five goals against against Wicklow. But Wicklow recovered from that, and Wicklow and Ockram are always a tough nut to, to, to crack. But I honestly think, if you ask me the question, Jack, um, I think there is no reason as to why Limerick can make the semi final. Whether that will be with three wins or two wins, um, I, I'm, I'm not so sure. I give us a very, very good chance of beating both um, Tipperary and Offaly away even. And um, I, I think, we, you know, I, I'd expect that we'd beat Wicklow because we have, we have, we have found a new confidence. Um, we have to, from, if, if, you, if you look back on, 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 on 2020, like in that the performance, like in 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 through the McGrath Cup and in the early stages of the league, and and you know we were really going from week to week, and we were saying when was the bubble going to burst and all that sort of thing, and it seemed to have burst from the last successive games away to Antrim and home to Exford, but, but lo and behold, that performance against them against Sligo here up in Macbeth's Park was just absolutely phenomenal. And and then you had the the, the big win against Waterford in in, in Dungarvan, and then you you you, you that marathon game, um, classic game with with, with Tipperary in, in 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 the Gaelic grounds, like like Limerick proved they proved in those three games in my view that the start that they had to the season was no flash in the pan, so um obviously Billy Lee would be hoping that. You know he can translate that in into the new season, and uh, I don't see any reason why they can why they can't. Uh, I <coughs> I'm tipping Limerick to get a semi final place here in this Jack. Yeah, and I again I agree with you that, and I, I suppose there's a small bit of bias between the two of us, but I think it'll be the Munster duo. I think Limerick and Tip will come through it. I think that first game is vital for Limerick. They showed last year that if they get ahead of steam up, they'll they'll keep going with it. They won the first seven games. Seven or eight, I think it was seven. First seven games of the seven. year, seven. seven. Like so, if they can beat, if they can beat Tipperary, that'll give them a world of confidence beating the Munster champions. Um, but regardless but Jack, of how that, you see the, the point I'm making, Jack, is that that you know, after the defeats to Antrim and Wexford, you know, the Limerick heads could easily have dropped and the thing could have gone pear shaped. It didn't. They got it back on track. And got it back on track in spectacular fashion. Because, like, you know, you went to Sligo. Like, it was a make-or-break game for Limerick. And then then you had the championship. Like, go, like it, 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 it was the third time uh, last year um, when they went to Watford. The third time to Dungarvan. Because they had been there in the McGrath Cup. They had been there in the league. And you, you would say to yourself, can you beat Watford for a third time on their own patch? And it happened, and it had happened probably the most convincing of all the, of all the wins of, of, of the three, because certainly it, it was tight in the McGrath Cup, if you will recall, and I think it was pretty tight in the league. So um, 
And then the, the, the performance against Tipperary, they recaptured it. It was only a blip, um, a temporary blip. And and um, like, I I think I I think Limerick are quite capable of of picking up on that and 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 driving on. And I, I I'm I'm certainly I'm pretty confident that Limerick are quite capable of getting a semi final place. And one thing is for sure in in, in Division Three is that the semi finals will be played again. You don't know if a final is going to be played. It depends how fixtures fall. But on that other side, on the north side, you have Cavan, Derry. Longford and Fermanagh. If Limerick are to get through, who do you think could be the two teams that will come up against them? I would have to think that it would probably be Cavan and Derry. Yeah. Yeah, that, you would imagine. From this remove, I would imagine Cavan and Derry. Now, Ryan McManaman is in there in Fermanagh. He'll be in his second year in Fermanagh. And um, you, you know what he brings to the table, what he brought to the table with Tyrone as a player, and if, if you can translate that to a manager with Fermana, like um, you, you, you never know. But I, I honestly think that 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 Cavan will, you know, they they're going to get a dividend out out, out of um, out out of last year's win, a dividend in confidence and a dividend in momentum, plus the fact that they're facing Tyrone in the first round of the Ulster Championship. And like they they will have to be full throttle in the league. They 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 will have to be in an advanced state of readiness in 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 in, in the league. They certainly won't be going through the motions. I I'm thinking Cavan and 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 Derry are the most likely. Yeah, it's definitely hard to pass Cavan uh, Raynan Ulster champions. Um, I probably go along with you, Derry. I, I saw him two years ago against Limerick in the Gaelic rounds, and they were very very good, um, a very solid side. But again. With the north northern sides, northern rivalries, you don't know how these games are going to go. But it looks, from what I've written down here, I think Tip and Limerick from the southern side and Cavan and Derry from the bottom side. You go along with that? I would go along with it. Yeah, I would go yeah. go with you on that, Jack. Absolutely. Yeah. And ho- and hopefully for Division Three and and in the football and as we said, Division One to Harland, that we will get league finals. It's a time away yet, but that's the main goal that you want to see. The best team crowned champions, um, like it was in 2020, even though it was so truncated. Um, I suppose that's the league section done, and we'll we'll have a, a good share of league uh, content over the next eight nine weeks. But the main thing every year, regardless of how truncated it is, is the championship. Um, we'll go back to the hurling. We'll start with the Munster hurling championship. Obviously, you've Clare and Watford in the quarter final. The winners of that play Tipperary in the semi final, and then you the big one on the other side, Limerick against Cork. Um, Limerick are going for three in a row in Munster. Um, can you see anyone stopping Limerick and John Kiley? It's very difficult to see it, Jack. It, it, it's very, very difficult to see it. And um, But I suppose of, of the other four teams in Munster, um, the one team that would have the least fear of facing Limerick is Cork. And um, um, we, we, we've seen that over the years. And I suppose we can't forget in 2019, they, they arrived in the Gaelic grounds and and um, like beat us as beat us as All Ireland champions. Um, like very 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 hard to know where Cork are at. Um, it, 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 to a certain degree, it's going to be a new look Cork team. In that a number of people that have have been regulars on the panel, let's say, are are going to be no longer part of it. In that. Um, We'll say Anthony Nash has has retired. Um, Christopher Joyce and uh, um, Kieran Lehan and uh, um, oh Stephen McDonnell and um, Aidan Walsh. Um, oh, sorry, Conor Lehan. I should have said Conor Lehan. Um, they are no longer involved. So there's going to be new faces in Cork. Cork will be boosted, of course. Um, by the return of Dara Fitzgibbon, um, who, who was a huge loss to him last year. Um, and, of course, um, uh, we, we, we've spoken for years uh, now, for the last five or six years, without exception probably, about the problems that there has been with, with the Cork defence. Um, defensively, they, they've, they've, they've had struggled. They have struggled for the last number of years. Now, they have brought Don Logredi in, which is 
a, a very, very smart move on the part of Kieran Kingston um, to help to shore up that that defence and um, help help to get a, a defence strategy in place. So it's going to make it's going to make it very, very interesting. I th- I, I possibly think that. If 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 you're looking for predictions, I think Limerick will probably just get over it. We'll just get over it. It'll be very 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 tight. And um, as regards the championship, Claire and Waterford had to call. Um, Claire had probably have a mission from from last year. Um, I think they might just edge out Waterford and be edged out and turn themselves by Tipperary. <coughs> I could see a Limerick tip once the final. Yeah, I think I'm definitely siding with Tipperary on, on the other side. And I suppose from, I think it was 2001, 2013, Limerick had only one championship victory in Munster. And if you would ask me before, everyone in championships, I would have said Limerick will win it out. But now that Limerick are actually winning, I'm kind of, I just feel like there's a bogey team there in Cork that, that they have Limerick's number. But then at the same time, I don't see anyone beating Limerick. Um, I'm really torn on that Cork-Limerick one. I have... I have Cork slash Limerick written down as my Munster champions. I think Tipperary will play the winners in the winners of Cork Limerick game in the final. But I just have a slight feeling that that Cork have Limerick's number that they'll overturn them and then Limerick will bounce back as the championship goes along. Like if you had to push me, I'd go with Cork for Munster championship. They're they're probably better off when they're written off, like they were in 2017 when. They beat, I think it was Tipperary in the first round, and then they beat Waterford and they beat Clare, and they weren't really, they're probably underdogs going into all those games. So I feel like it's Cork's year to win a month's championship, but I could be proven wrong. If you had to nail your mask to the colours, who or name your colour to the mask, who would you be going for to win the month's championship? I'm going for Limerick. I'm, go- I'm, going, I'm going for Limerick. Um... Uh, you know, and it's not bias. Um, I I think Cork will push them to the limit, but um, it, th- those type of close games, I I I I think Limerick have got the knack of winning them now, and um, I, I I'm going for Limerick, Jack. I have to. Yeah, I I I think there'll be a pocket of the ball between Limerick and Cork. Limerick are the better team. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like there's an upset in this year's Munster Championship. Like we saw a lot of upsets in the football last year. I feel like we might get them in the hurling this year. Um, we'll see, but I don't. I don't. I can see Limerick playing longer in the championship. But we'll come on to that. Um, going to Leinster, if there's a team to come from Leinster, who do you think will be that will go straight into semi-finals? Galway. Yeah, Galway I'm, I'm agreeing with you there. In my view, Galway will win the Leinster championship. Um, they play Dublin or Antrim in the semi-final. Um, Wexford play Leash and the winners play Kilkenny in the other semi-final. It looks like Galway against Kilkenny or Wexford in the Leinster final. Um, Galway's memory of last year's uh, Leinster final and the dramatic manner in which they lost it at the very end to Kilkenny will be uppermost in their minds. Um, and I think they're not going to slip up for a second year in a row. I'm, I'm going very firmly for Galway to win the Leinster hurling championship. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I think Galway, the last three or four meetings at Limerick, there's been no more than a pocket of the ball, really, between the sides. Um, last year, they, they pushed Limerick till, I suppose, we were closing in on 70 minutes, and then Tom Morrissey took over. But Joe Kenning's off the field at that stage. If Joe doesn't go off, who's to say that he doesn't hit three or four more sidelines down down the home stretch? Um, I think they're an exceptional team. Shane O'Neill will be in his second year. The quality players they have, they found Brian Cannon last year. They've Connor Whelan. They just have a serious forward line. Um, outside of that, I think Wexford will come through the other side. I think, as I said earlier, there'll probably be a revenge mission. But skill, skill-wise, there's probably only Tipperary or Limerick can compete with Galway in Ireland, really. Yeah, well, in terms of skill, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, cock at the masters of skill. Um, yeah, you know, um, but. Um, uh, sometimes Cork get accused of, you know, being fine day hurlers and all that sort of thing, which I would refute as well. You know, a good hurler is a good hurler. <coughs> but I, I agree totally with you on about Galway, and I find it very, very hard to see, um, you know, um, either Kilkenny or Wexford or Dublin 
and that's no disrespect to Antrim and Leash. I cannot see him stopping him um, in, 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 in this year's Leinster Championship. And Galway will want to go into the All-Ireland Series on a winning note and go straight through to the semi-final. And so you're telling me that you fancy Limerick and Galway to go through to, straight to the semi-finals. Who do you think will be the other two teams that join them in the last four? Cork and Tip, possibly. Yeah, that's that's the four I have here. I have I had Cork and Galway winning the French Championships and then Limerick and Tipperary coming through with them. Um, I think we're both similar on our last four. And then if you had to narrow that four down to one, is it Limerick going back to back to Pereira to get it um, since first time since 19? Galway were last champions in 17, and it's Cork is 2005 since they were last All Ireland champions. Who would you be going for? Limerick to beat Galway in the final. <laughs> as easy as that, 2018 all over again. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, that's what I see. The one thing I see about Tipperary is that <coughs> um, there were signs last year of wear and tear in the Tipperary team. Now, you know, they might come out of the traps flying this year, like because um, the, 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 the big players in Tipperary in 2020, um, the influential players who were so influential in 2019, the Seamus Callanans of this world, the Noel McGraths, the Patrick Mahars, um, the, 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 the Patrick Bonner Maher, um, did not exert the same level of influence. Now, not indeed did Brendan Maher now, but Brendan Maher had been involved with Boris Lee right up to the All Ireland Clubs final. But this, the, the, you know, that that's the, the one thing that uh, it, it's the un, it's the unknown quantity that I can make up my mind about about Tipperary. Can these guys? Is it in them to recapture the level of performance? And, and the level of influence that they that they exerted in 2019. If it, if it if they can, Tipperary are going to be a formidable team. But the big question is if. So, <clears throat> whilst I think that Tipperary will probably reach the Munster final, <clears throat> Tipperary will probably reach the All Ireland semi final. I'm 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 going for a Limerick Galway final. I I am agreeing with you there. I think Limerick will be beaten early in the championship and will respond and come back and win All-Ireland. Um, with my predictions, Cork and Galway in a, in a semi-final, I'm unsure if Limerick can play Galway. I think Limerick and Galway are the, are the main teams, but I do think it'll be a back-to-back for Limerick. Um, time will tell, but wouldn't we love to see it? And hopefully we'd have a few in Crow Park at the end of July to see it. Jack, we're, we're agreed on the end product. And if the end product transfers, we'll all live happily ever after. Yeah, and sure, look, we'll focus now on, on the football for the, the last few minutes. Um, we'll focus on Limerick, I suppose, in the Munster Championship. Um, they're probably they're a different level than the hurlers. Like, they're not going to be thinking about All-Ireland. But there's a genuine possibility there for a Munster final for Limerick if they can build on last year. And you don't know what's going to happen in the Munster final. So Limerick have Waterford in the first round. I'd imagine you expect them to get through that. That will take them into Cork. Have the ability to reach the Munster final, Limerick? I think they, 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 they possibly have. Um, like, uh, I suppose Tipperary proved that, that Cork would be beaten last year. Um, uh, the, the, the one thing I see about it and about winning a Munster Championship, and, and we spoke about it off air, for the weaker counties, um, the, 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 um, the, the, the biggest problem for, them, for the four weaker counties is having to beat the big two. Like Tip didn't do that last year, and that um, Cork got rid of Kerry, and then Tip went to Cork, and and um, all the emotion I suppose about Bloody Sunday and the whole lot probably fed into it, and they got a fantastic result. And like they struck a blow, not just for Tipperary football, but indeed for a blow for football in the other three so-called weaker counties in the province, because. Um, it's only the first time since Clare won in '92 that um, a county other than Cork or Kerry had won the Munster Football Championship, and that's a totally <coughs> un- unhealthy situation for for the competition. But I, I think, in many ways, it, 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 it's, it's tailor made for Limerick in that, that um, if you're to count on home advantage with crowds or no crowds, like 
Warburton and the Gaelic Grounds in the first round. Now, Warburton may be slightly better. Um, Warburton may be tougher not to crack this time round, Jack, because Shane Ronan, who was the very, very successful manager of, of the Tipperary Ladies Football and took him to great heights, and, and um, the successful manager of more Navy Ladies Football, he's gone in there as manager. And um, like Shane, Shane has a very, very impressive CV um, when it comes to coaching and preparing teams. So it's it's going to be a slightly different Waterford team that you're going to see. It's going to be a much better Waterford team. But <coughs> I don't think, having said that, that they will bridge the gap. And you see, the price for Limerick is if they if if they win, if they beat Waterford, that they have Cork in the Gaelic rounds. You know, they have home advantage. So for whatever it counts, and it has to count for something. Um, you know, um, that that should inspire them to get over the the, the first round. And, you know, in a Munster semi-final against Cork, um, we, we, we saw last year in a knockout scenario what happened. Like, many people were tipping Kerry to win the All-Ireland. And they beat the dust in the first round in dramatic circumstances with Mark Keane's late strike for Cork. And, and um, uh, you know, I, I think there's a vulnerability about Cork. Now, all right, they will be playing the league in Division 2 um <clears throat> next next um this 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 spring in in that they're um they're drawn in group two um to be south um they will play Kildare they will play Leash and they will play um Clare all the way from home because of the um sanction that was imposed on 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 um Ronan McCarthy and co for the for the transgression of GA rules and I say that emphatically, GA rules um, in the, down in Yall. And um, like the, the Kildare game is in Turles, and the other two games are away. Um, uh, Cork were, were probably only entitled to one game at home anyway, so um, they're, they're on the road for all three. So, um, but they, 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 they are three teams that you would be expecting Cork to win and get. Get a certain amount of momentum, and get into a quarter, uh, into a semi-final of the league. Like they had caught in a smashing league campaign last year, but now it was in Division Three. They won all seven games. Well, they won six, and they got a walk over from Longford. But um, um, you know, I I think Cork will be vulnerable. They will be vulnerable in that monster semi-final. And like you have Cork in the Gaelic grounds, the prize is a monster final. Um, you know, anything can happen. I'm not going to say they'll beat Cork, but <coughs> I'd say that they, they certainly will make it very, very difficult for them. But um, I, you know, much as I would love to see Limerick get into the monster football final, I think it's going to be very difficult, Jack. Yeah, it'll definitely be very difficult, but. I think if they can get there, and I think if you have a few fans in the Gaelic rounds and they're playing Cork in the Munster semi-final, and there's definitely a real kind of belief in this Limerick team, and they won't have felt that in 2020 with the crowds being absent for for the league promotion, or whatever, and and beaten Waterford. But I think there's a, there's a kind of a push behind Limerick football now, um, and I think if they can get Cork with with a crowd, there's an upset there. But overall, in the Munster Championship. Are you are you siding towards Cork, or do you think Kerry can bounce back from last year? I think Kerry will bounce back. And they'll, uh, they're they're obviously playing Clare in the first round. You you fancy Kerry against Clare, and then to beat last year's champion Tipperary. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. I fancy Kerry. Yeah, and I'm yeah, I'm the same with you there. I think. <coughs> I fancy Kerry to emerge as monster champions. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking like that, like like I said with Wexford in, in the hurling. Um, I think there's kind of and there's kind of a revenge mission for for some teams, and Kerry will not be happy with 2020. I think I think Limerick can get to Munster final, but I think if it's against Kerry, it'll be a bridge too far. But who's to say that Tipperary don't have their number like they had Corks last year? But I suppose we're in agreement here that we're we're fencing Kerry to come out of the Munster football championship, which of course is is knockout. Which is knockout, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I, I'm, if you ask me for my prediction as to who will be amongst the football champions, I'm saying Kerry, Jack. Lovely. That's Kerry. Um, 
Hopefully Limerick, it could be Limerick. Hopefully we're proven wrong, but it, it looks like it could be Kerry's. Then quickly, Leinster, Ulster, Connacht, um, provincial champions. As I said, it's a knockout championship. So you have the four provincial winners into the semi-final. Some people think it's better, others disagree, but that's the way it is this year. Um, in Leinster, can anyone stop Dublin? They're going for, I think it's a, a 16th in 17 years. Oh. No, I think if they had got a, a further punishment, even if they had... If their 36-man panel that won All-Ireland wasn't allowed to play for 2021, I'd still imagine they'd win the Leinster Championship. Jack, we won't go there because I get annoyed. <laughs> That's grand. We'll move on so quickly. Um, Ulster, Cavan are obviously the reigning champions. They beat Donegal last year the same day. Tipperary be Cork. Um, will it be a return of the old guard, the likes of Donegal or Tyrone, or can it be Cavan? Obviously, Cavan and Tyrone meet in the first round, so one of the big boys is going to be gone straight away. They're going to be gone straight away. One of the contenders is definitely going to be gone straight away. <coughs> I am, I suppose, Monaghan are there or thereabouts as well, despite their indiscretions. Um, uh, I, I, it's very, very hard to look beyond Donegal and Arturone. Like they met early on last year, and one of them was gone again. So, I, I think the winner is likely to come from one of those two. And if you press me on it, I. I'd be leaning towards Donegal. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I think they'll look back at 2020 and say complacency cost us an Ulster title. And I don't think that'll be there this year. But I do think that Tyrone will overcome um, Kevin in the first round with new management in place and probably make it to a final if the draw is like that. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But I think it'll be Donegal that'll come out of Ulster into an Ireland semi-final. And then moving into Connacht, Mayo champion... Whereby, if our predictions are right, they'll be playing Kerry in the semi-final. That'd be, that'd be a great game to see, but look, it's way ahead of us. But um, into Connacht, the, the final province, Mayo are champions. They beat Dunning, or Galway in the final last year. Um, I'll go first. Again, I think revenge mission is on the cards. I think Galway were building very well in the league before the break. I think the break probably cost Galway more than cost an awful lot of teams. And I, I think with Joyce in charge and just... Shane Walsh was exceptional last year. I think if you can get Damien Comer back fully fit, I think Galway will win the Connacht Championship. I couldn't agree more with you, Jack. Um, like Joyce, Joyce um, um, is a good manager, obviously knows his football, um, was, had certainly Galway progressing very, very much in, in, in the right direction. You, you, you must remember that um, they, they have been contesting all-Ireland under-20 and under-21 championships in, in, in recent years. And um, like, the, 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 like, like they're, um, they're, um, like they're seeing a hurlers like that. There must be a big pool of players in Galway. And sure, we all see what Carfin do in, in, in the, in the, in the, um, um, in, in the okay, club sure. champ. So like, um, the, I, I would honestly think that the state of football in Galway is in real good health and and um, I, I would be expecting them to come out of Connacht this year. But Mayo never sees the surprise though, Jack. They keep yeah. coming back. They keep coming back. But I honestly think that, 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 that um, you know, I, I, I think on this occasion that, that Galway, you know, Audrey Joyce will be his second year in charge. He will have learned an awful lot. Um, and I, I think him, I, I'm going for Galway like yourself. Yeah, I think you rule Mayo, Mayo out at your peril, but I think it, it's Galway's year this year. And I suppose Galway are in kind of a, a position where they could realistically be aiming for a double Ireland, which is largely unheard of bar Cork in, in the 90s. But going on then, if that's our four going through, um, Kerry, Dublin, Galway, we're fairly adamant on, um, and we've think Donegal will come from Ulster. Who will be the last one left standing? Is it going to be a seven in a row for the dubs or can someone stop this? Jack, um, the answer to your last question first, I hope somebody stops him. Yeah, for the sake of football. Yeah, for the sake of football. Yeah. I think if Galway get the momentum right and if... <clears throat> and if they come out of, if no, they, they I think Galway play Ross Common in the semi final. Bit of a history yeah. there of dodgy, dodgy one, you know, from a, from a Galway point of view. Ross Common 
Because Common can come up with these performances, and Anthony Cunningham is in charge there, who's a Galway man, like um, uh, that, that could be the dodgy one. But assuming that, that, that they come out of Connacht and we don't want to rehash Connacht again, um, I think they can really put it up to Dublin. I really think that they can put it up to Dublin. And, sure. and um, you know, um, who will win it? That's the question. Have you any easier questions, Jack? <laughs> I have one of the worst questions to come. <laughs> um, look, my heart says Kerry. And I'd I'd be of a similar thinking, Matt. And I I said it. I think it was it was definitely last year. I don't know if I said it in twenty nineteen. I just thought with the emergence of David Clifford, it was your star that can lead you all the way. Um, and I just think again, I'm going to say revenge mission for the last time now. Um, if anyone wants a handy little game there for every time I say revenge mission, you can do something. But I just think after that that Cork loss and they were cruising. And they'd push Dublin to or in a replay in the final in 2019 to lose like that. I just think they have the players. Kerry always have the forwards. And that's where Dublin excel is, that they suffocate forward lines. They're not going to do that to Kerry. Um, now, I'd love to see I'd love to see I, I, Kerry... I, I, was, I was disappointed, now I have to say, that um, to, 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 to learn of the retirement of Peter Crowley because he, he's, a, he, he's a loss to Kerry now. I was a fine player, fine player, but I think they have players there. His his brother Gavin um, will take out the mental there for the Crowley family. But I think I think Kerry will get to that Ireland final. I think if they meet any goal, they'll get to that Ireland final, and hopefully Galway can overcome Dublin the other side, and we'd have some sort of novel final. I know down the history Galway and Kerry are probably two of the powerhouses, but for recent years it's anyone but Dublin. I'm going to say Kerry for the 2020 All Ireland Football Championship. I'm going to say Kerry. I'm in agreement with it. Um, anyone with Dublin, it, though, I think, is the thing. But how, how Kerry, um, it never ceases to amaze me how Kerry practically come into every championship to a certain degree under the radar and, no, and nobody talking about him. Yeah. And the, the, the the you know, no, it's, they, it's they the to the, the cuteness down there in Kerry Met that we don't know about. But um, I suppose just for the final question, and this is this is way too early to predict, but if you had to predict a hurler and a footballer of the year, who would you be signing for just with your, going by your predictions, essentially? Well, i go for... Um, I'll answer the football first. Uh, Kerry to win the All-Ireland and David Clifford to be footballer of the year. No, I'm agreeing with you there. I think I think whoever wins the football will have the footballer of the year just with truncated championship. It's more likely to be whoever wins will have the footballer of the year. And if Limerick were to win the hurling championship, which I think they will, and I'll go with somebody that we spoke about earlier in the programme, Keen Lynch. <laughs> Keen Lynch for his second hurler of the year award. Yeah. Um I have Kyle Hayes and Aaron Galan written down here. Um wouldn't I disagree with Aaron? They certainly will be. They certainly will be in the hunt. I would imagine. Um, uh, I think Keane Lynch. You know, for all the reasons that I said. Yeah, um, I just think Kyle Hayes is very unlucky last year that he wasn't in the top three to be nominated for Hurler of the Year, and I think with that five or six games in his belt at halfback, if he plays there again, I just, I think he can change, like he can revolution, revolutionize. The position of wing back, and I think that kind of goes towards a way of getting these awards. But look, it's so far down the line, we don't know. But um, yeah. if anyone has a spare fiver to throw away, um, you can throw away it on us, and hopefully we'll we'll get you some money back. Um, Matt, this is the final week where we have to to make up content. Next week we'll actually have a game to look forward to: Limerick versus Tipperary, Gaelic Crowns, and a Saturday evening. All you could want is a few fans. We won't have that, but it's been shown on Air Sport. And actually, Air Sport have confirmed they're showing Limerick Tip and then Limerick Cork and then TG Carr are showing Limerick Galway um, and Limerick Waterford. West Mead game is unsure yet, but every game that the footballers play will be shown on GA Go as well. And probably the West Mead Limerick game will be shown on GA Go. So there's a feast of action down the line. 
Um, a huge thank you to you, Matt, for, for giving an hour out of your time. This will be available live on the video platform on Facebook. We're now on Spotify, Sporting LK. Um, the links are in our Instagram bio and things. But uh, for now, until next week, Matt, thank you, and I'll talk to you then. Talk to you then, Jack. Thank you very much. Impression again, we get all with what you put into it. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go out and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Shawnee Buckley. To do that to Tommaso Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me find out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody.